0: Welcome back to the Voice of GenSuite podcast. In this episode, we're exploring GenSuite's newly released integrated occupational health and safety solution, MedCare. We'll be diving into the need it solves and what went into the development process. Today, I'm joined by Doug Martin and Shelby Vargas. Please introduce yourselves and what your roles here are at GenSuite. Hi, my name is
1: Doug Martin. I'm the Vice President of Business Development Strategy and Innovation, and I lead a team focused on two areas. The first is large, complex, strategic projects, such as introduction of an application like Medcare to our portfolio, as well as the second focus area of our customer launch program to ensure a successful transition from the signing of a new subscriber into their transition into ongoing services.
2: And my name is Shelby Vargas. I'm a business analyst here. I work with with um, subscribers, supporting them, building out new projects. I am also on the Medcare team with Doug, which is why I'm here today, in addition to working on Jenny, our virtual assistant.
0: All right, thank you guys. So tell us in your own words, why did we develop Medcare in the first place?
1: It really started about five years ago, I think. One of our larger subscribers at the time was going through some changes where they were adjusting their on-site medical team to be less doctor focused and more um, emt or physical therapy based staff and they were trying to figure out if there were ways to eliminate <clears throat> some of the extra software that they'd been using they were using a third-party clinic management system but it wasn't doing everything they needed so they developed some stuff in-house So they were using two systems. The introduction of GenSuite brought a third. So their medical team and EHS team was inputting data three different places in order to gather needs of what they were trying to do and how to create direction or vision for for moving the needle forward. So we started working with them to introduce some of the core concepts of what they were doing in these other systems into the GenSuite initial injury report tool. Kind of fast forward that a couple of years, and instead of just focusing on injury cases, what we decided internally is we needed to focus on truly a clinic management type solution where the medical teams could track anything that was coming to them, whether you're going in from back pain over the weekend to hearing conservation programs, medical surveillance programs, um, respirator fit testing, you name it. it. It allows them to track the actions that are going on but it also allows them to seamlessly integrate when that potential hearing test shows a shift and it allows you to identify that there's an event or some type of an injury that you need to follow up on. So it really starts to, it presented itself as a way to really accompany our other incident management focused tools as well as to expand the medical um, functions interactions with GenSuite because we have been working with them for the better part of 20 years in other program areas, just not on the clinic management side. So what does MedCare do? I think short and simple summary is that it unifies medical and EHS functions. Doing so, it minimizes the handoff and data disconnects between safety and medical teams with the additional assurance of HIPAA and GDPR
0: compliance. What are some of the repercussions businesses face when EHS and medical are not aligned? What we've been hearing from our subscriber community, one of the driving forces
1: behind trying to integrate these data points is they're trying to figure out ways that they can continue to refine and reduce their workers' comp costs. Um, One way that folks have done that is to truly introduce conservative care programs and processes, which allow the business to talk to their medical teams as well as local clinics to understand that if they can find a way to, to give an employee that's been injured, has back pains, some a low dose of something like ibuprofen or um, Advil, as well as um, ice to help them reduce the pain and potentially return to work, it allows them to prevent that thing from becoming a true injury. So what could have been in the past a workers' comp claim costing tens of thousands of dollars has now been reduced to a small dose of ibuprofen and a pack of ice. So that's one, one driver or one driving force behind this is trying to reduce that. But we're also seeing um, a lot of confusion between teams because the medical team goes into their system. They're documenting that the employee came in twice um, this week with back pain, using back pain as, a, as the example again, but EHS was only notified after it became an injury, So if there's a way that we could start to have the medical team and EHS teams and systems talk a little bit more efficiently, we may find that we were able to reduce, again, from that conservative care concept, reduce the employee's pain, allow them to return to work without it becoming a formal injury. But it comes down to information sharing. Um, Medical information is very classified, very protected. So we need to make sure that we're not sharing all of the information, but we're sharing the right information. And that's something that Gensuite's been doing since we started with our incident management solution um, two decades ago. The other and kind of ties hand in hand here is a third point, which is establishing metrics to improve overall performance. When you have systems that are disconnected, you find that the teams are disconnected and they're trying to manage metrics independently. As you start to look at the number of clinic visits that had some type of employee pain associated with them versus the number of injuries recorded in one system, you start to see a better transition or translation of that to your leadership teams at a facility as well. You can then start talking about what facility A is doing versus facility B and what are some of the best practices Rather than extracting data and having only number counts, you can actually see the full follow-through in an integrated solution like MedCare and Incidents and Measurements.
0: How does MedCare help solve some of these issues?
2: So I think Doug gave a very good explanation of what happens when EHS and medical teams are disconnected. So MedCare solves these issues by doing just that, connecting them. You can put all of the information you need regarding... Care visits, any sort of interaction between medical and an employee can be recorded within Medcare. And anything that is related to injuries or something that the EHS teams would care about, it's already housed there. And with the permissions that are within Medcare, the EHS team can then go in and view that information that they need um, and any follow-up actions that would come after that. Medcare is also part of GenSuite. So with the integration of Gen Suite injury management applications, these cases can be linked to existing injuries that have been recorded within GenSuite. So if the EHS team logs an injury and the employee then goes into the clinic with related pain or any other reason they would go to the clinic, that visit can then be linked back to the original injury and you can track The injury from when it happened to the closure of the treatment.
1: It's been very well integrated so that you could document the fact that an employee came in for a medical visit by your medical team or you could go in from a supervisor out on the shop floor and say that an employee got injured on the job and it's gonna notify your medical team that that happened and you can start to link and connect all of those data points together. Instead of them living independently, separate systems, separate permissions models, and it really becomes a pain to extract and compare data, all of a sudden, through use of GenSuite's MedCare and incident management,
0: you can see all of this information and the connectedness uh, across the board. So in other words, initial injury reports and all these communicate with MedCare directly to share information and data points as well?
1: Correct, correct. So the the starting point for MedCare was how do we connect a clinic management software to the initial injury report tool for some basic um, injury trending and reporting, but it also allows at that point medical operations and EHS to be in communication about that potential injury. If it becomes a recordable injury, the EHS team would take that one step further into a third tool or a third um, arena called um, incidents and measurements to track, report, OSHA compliance recordability. But out of all of this, you also have the the ability to follow up with things like corrective actions. That way we can prevent these things from happening again to make sure that we continue reducing not only the number of injuries, but the potential for others to get injured. And the, the last tool that we have integrated today is our compliance calendar, because some of these visits that are going to be conducted by your medical teams are going to, in fact, require follow-up. Um, if I'm going to be traveling to um, India, there's a series of three different shots over the course of so many weeks. So I'd be able to go in, go back in three to four weeks later for a booster, go back in three to four weeks later for a follow-up booster. And all of that can be tracked and managed in MedCare as well as compliance calendar
0: as that remindering function for folks. Is it easy to deploy Medcare?
2: Yes, depending on what your program requirements are. Out of the box, we have a handful of visit types which we've built forms out for. So we have vision tests here in conservation, Doug just said travel and immunization um, But if you have something specific that you're doing, we can build out a form for that and add it to um, all of the visit types that you currently have. So. Getting started, if you want to just use what we have available, then it's as easy as an activation in training.
1: Agreed. We actually went through uh, one of our deployments earlier this year went from a small focus group of sites. I want to say it was three to five sites up to 120 sites for full deployment in under a month. Um, They had a very focused population of medical team members, which definitely helped um, expedite that deployment. But it was easy for them to see, use, and understand. The upfront goal was to keep the user interfaces as simple as possible with them. And they were focused on four or five different reasons that folks would come into the clinics. So those, um, those cards or those, those clinic visit types, is what we call them in Medcare, are really what took the most time. Um, customizing those to their needs or configuring it to be just enough information to ask the medical team to fill out, but not an overwhelming number of yes and no fields when they didn't really need that information for reporting. It was just what their legacy systems had been configured to do. So they le- heavily leverage the attachments functionality, which allows them to say, here's some medical specific documents, um, and it allows it to be controlled so that only folks that have that medical special right or access can see that type of documentation so that way it's not all transcribed into the system they can they can still get the benefit from it for moving forward i think the other part that made the deployment very successful is the fact that their medical and ehs teams were were working with us from day 1 when they said that we want to deploy medcare we had their ehs leadership team and medical e- leadership team on the phone with us figuring out what these forms must have versus what the workflow might look like and what information had to be shared with EHS. So that's what I think really made that successful and allowed for that quick transition from such a small focal pilot into all of their U.S.-based locations.
2: They've also since doubled their size again so from three to five to 120 and now um, we're going to be expanding even further.
1: Mergers and acquisitions do wonderful things. <laughs> but it, it's very true. They, they gained a few additional medical team members, um, regional medical team members, and we're going to be adding, I think it's almost 200 additional locations into that deployment um, here in the next three to six
0: months. So can you talk more about the testing process for this application?
2: Like Doug said, we were in constant communications with their um, their nurse team. So we started by asking questions, building things, going over how it worked, how it didn't work for them, and tweaking things. Um, We we think we have it it going good, Um, (laughs) but we're still building on some more things.
1: I think part of the piece here, the summary from testing, is that we go in and we do a lot of homework. We involve a lot of folks to get a good understanding of what the tool should be doing, but it's not until you get the practitioners in there Um, until you learn that some of what you envisioned isn't really working. So their testing and feedback was instrumental in getting it to where it is today, as well as listening to some of the other themes that are coming. Their, Their focal point was getting the system off the ground, getting out of Excel. They replaced the system and they moved to Excel for two years. So it was getting them back into a digital system with some of the basics. But we also listened to what they wanted out of the tool in the future. So we've actually built out a roadmap through the end of 2020, which will allow us to continue focusing on incremental updates and um, added benefit to the tool. We'll talk a little bit about some of those key items here in a few minutes.
0: What kind of feedback have you been hearing from this particular company about implementation and building out? tools they
2: need? I would say good. Again, constant communication, so from inception to actual deployment, they've been with us the whole time. As far as ease of use, we didn't have any difficulty there. Most of the feedback has been more so, this is working and this is not, and we've taken that and, and moved forward to add functionality that they've needed. And that's kind of what our goal is now, again, as we go into the roadmap that we've built our original goal was to take something that was very a very complicated, separate medical system, make it easy to deploy, easy to use for nurse staffs, and now we're on the road of we've gone very simple and we want to add a lot of functionality to where if you want simple, you can have simple, and if you have very specific needs, we can go as deep into medical needs as necessary.
1: Yes, it was an overwhelming positive response from their medical leadership as well as EHS leadership. And as we got their expanded teams engaged, I think the EHS team was the most shocked at the fact that when the medical team submits updates, the the EHS team sees those immediately. When they've identified it as work-related and... Is linked to a case. So I think the medical team understood that data tracking was going to be similar from a time commitment perspective, whether they were putting it in Excel or into a digital solution. But I think the EHS team has been the most surprised at how quickly the data is flowing into them. I think the medical team, as we round out this year, will start to benefit more and more from the reports that are available online, but they've just been trying to figure out how to get some of that backlog of information into a digital uh, solution. So more to come on some of
0: that feedback as we round out the the rest of this year. What are some of the biggest results organizations are seeing or will see from Medcare? I think the first one is, we're saying it's
1: as, as a cost reduction, but I think it's more from platform reduction. By looking at an integrated solution for occupational health and employee health and wellness like GenSuite with MedCare and Incident Management, the customers are often able to remove an additional platform. And it allows them to grow past just that employee focus into additional things like um environmental needs, Um, should that be the the area of interest. Or as we continue to look through our roadmap, it would allow them to focus in on things like industrial hygiene assessments. So it really does build that one management system that they could look at and go to um, for all of their um, EHS and medical needs. I think, so platform reduction is probably the first and foremost. but we've also seen other things like operational efficiencies, which is just the time saved by focusing on the key data elements that the medical and EHS teams need to input into a solution versus being asked for hundreds and hundreds of, of data points for every interaction with the software. So we don't have the hard numbers on that, but we'll, we'll continue working with our subscriber community to, to get that factual information as well to share.
0: So what does the future hold for
1: MedCare?
2: Yeah, so moving forward into the roadmap we've built, um, starting with the visit types that we have, We're working to build out our library to be able to encompass needs. You may, subscribers may come in already having in practice so they can pull from our library. And if there are things related to those types of visits, so a respirator fit test, blood lead testing, um, we can definitely add those things, but have a solid framework that they can build off of. We are working on a lot of data visualization. That's everyone's favorite topic these days, I think. Um, <laughs> the benefit of Gen Suite is you're putting all this information in and it allows you to, to pull it out. And so we want to have different ways you can view your data, your trending, and at that be able to view that at one stop. You can look at a dashboard and see um, what your visits are looking like, things like that.
1: I think you hit on something before we went into data visualization, Shelby, that I want to follow up on. The concept of a visit type is is has been really eye opening for us as we've gone into it. Yeah. we knew that there was going to be we needed to build it with flexibility. But as we've talked to different companies, their medical teams look at things like hearing conservation or vision testing very differently. There are some companies that need to say, yes, we executed the vision test and the employee passed or failed. The others need to know how big of a difference was there. And then that's going to lead them into follow-ups to do individual potential vision campaigns or hearing conservation campaigns in certain parts of their plant. So these visit types have been built with a lot of flexibility into them, but one of the areas that we're going to be jumping into next is kind of the scheduling or the campaign management as well. That way you could say that everyone that's out on the uh, manufacturing floor in this department should go through a hearing conservation review on a quarterly basis. Because they're in an elevated noise area, we want to make sure that the PPE is working properly or potentially that they, they... don't need PPE except for certain hours when certain machines are running. So there's a lot of different variation of that one. But again, those visit types are very customizable, and it's part of the configuration that we would work with all of our subscribers in in executing. Um, There's also going to be some unique things there that that we're not even aware of yet that that some of the chemical operators or certain types of of, uh, operations have a focus on that that we're just not um, in tune with yet. But we can customize those visit types to collect the data that they're looking for and to make it a, a real beneficial solution for their medical team. Some of the the clinic visit types also enable you to track failures. So if you do identify a group of people failing um, a hearing conservation testing in a certain area, you could proactively initiate a campaign around hearing conservation for that area. Um, that way, you stay ahead of things and hopefully present some of the future future issues. But we've also got some other things that are that are of interest to share around Medcare, um, around things like MyGenSuite and the updated view of what the GenSuite homepage will look like, where we're going to enable a medical focus. So right now we've talked about four or five different applications, but kind of vision, vision next year at this time, we could also be outputting things like your industrial hygiene integrations or things like medical equipment um, inventory inspections. So tying in equipment tracker, potentially the inspection tool, but it's all more focused on the medical function, not just all of these data points all over the place. Um, I think that leads us into... Um, or back to the data collection forms from, or the visit types, where if you are doing um, individual program reviews, there's opportunities for doing medical device data collection. That way the medical team's not manually inputting uh, readings or calculations. The devices are automatically feeding the information or potentially attachments directly into the medical forms as well. So the future is, uh, or the horizon looks really good for Medcare. Um, We're excited for what the uh, opportunities are. Um, Outside of the U.S. even, we've got some folks over in China that are coming on board. They've got some unique regulations and requirements, form structure. uh, So I can see other country-specific or state-specific reporting, output forms coming into play, as well as even things like um, medicine-based inventories. So what prescriptions do potentially the doctors have on site? when have they been issued that could carry into how do you integrate with a sourcing platform for ordering additional medical supplies to be do- delivered to the site. So lots of potential for the future of Medicare.
0: So in closing, was there anything else that you guys wanted to hit on? I think the future is uh,
1: bright for our medical solution, especially with how it's been integrated from an incident management solution. We're definitely looking forward to a lot of other uh, items that have been added to our roadmap over the, the past couple of weeks and months in working with interested subscribers as well as current subscribers. So yeah, we're, we're excited for the the opportunity to share this update with all of you and look forward to the, the questions and comments that'll come from the, the
0: user community. All right. That'll do it. Thank you guys so much for joining me. We'll be back here next month with a new episode.